This program has been paid for all or in part by the host, and KSEV is not responsible for its content and or products or services offered. Welcome to Frankly Talking every Friday at 6 p.m. Here at 700 a.m. KSEV, the voice of Texas. Like and follow Frank on Facebook.com slash Frankly Talking. Here is your host, Frank Spagnoletti. Hey, 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 how you all doing tonight? It's a new day and a new dawn, and here we go with Frankly uh, frankly Talking. Uh, I want to welcome y'all to uh, Frankly Talking. So I'm going to be speaking frankly to you. Uh, I don't know what to say without my friend Tony. I kind of do. Anyway, what I want to do say is this, in all seriousness, I want to first uh, thank Tony uh, because he was the one, uh, or maybe not, since he's the one who got me into this to begin with. And uh, I appreciate the opportunity that he gave me to uh, come out of my shell. And so, and so, and so I'm here with you, and I'm going to be here with you uh, through the election and um, who knows how long. Anyway, you know where to call us. It's at 281-558-5738. And we're going to be talking about the election tonight, of course. And we're going to be talking about where the world stands and... Uh, uh, along with me here is uh, Francis Riley. Uh, he's a he's a friend of mine uh, and uh, a working man. Uh, he's helped he helped his father build the company from nothing, and uh, I wanted him to be here with me because uh, in the unlikely event, or maybe in the likely event that I can't be here sometime, I know I have to be in Post Texas next week. And I'm going to be broadcasting from there, and I'm going to tell you all about that wonderful city in Texas. Uh, old Francis here is going to be uh, at least in the studio in case I get run over by a tumbleweed or, or one of them other kinds of crazy things they have out there and post a longhorn or an oil well because <laughs> we still have them out there, you know, at least for another three days or so. So, so we're going to be we're going to be talking tonight about a number of different things. It's two eight one five five eight five seven three eight. Call in and we're going to go from there. I guess the first thing that uh, kind of pops into my head this week, which really upset me, is uh, uh, I wanted to. Th- but let me finish my other thought. I wanted to thank Tony, and I want, and I'm tell, I miss him. I don't know whether he's listening to us tonight, uh, but I wanted to thank him, and uh, we look forward to him uh, rejoining uh, some kind of talking. When he comes uh, when he comes back to Houston, I know that he's enjoying his time up there in East Texas. So all of us say thanks to Tony, but and but now we're going to talk about what we came here to talk about, which is not the past, not the long cold winter from uh, that Joe <laughs> that Joe Biden wants us to talk about. But we're going to be talking about sunshine. We're going to be talking about light. We're going to be talking about about the future, not the past. We're going to be talking about living, not hiding. Hiding Joe Biden. And we're not going to be talking about that. Uh, we're going to be talking about America and freedom and these things that matter to us. And, the, and what I really want to talk to you about tonight is, uh, to begin with, because this is, goes to our, uh, the points of our freedom, is I want to talk to you about these crazy tech guys, okay? You talk about freedom. You talk about loss of freedom. Uh, we already see it happening. We, we, we see, we are sitting here slowly, but right before our eyes, 
we are seeing our freedom being taken away. We, are, we have willingly, when we willingly abdicated to being, being uh, drugged by cheap products, as I said, from the big box stores. Of course, I use them too. And then after the big box stores, it became Amazon. And all of a sudden, we're drugged by all this kind of, kind of thing. And we get cheap goods, and we weren't worrying about where our jobs were going. And we weren't worried because we were too busy every day worrying about whether our kids were going to get to school on time and they had their lunch. And we were too busy about worrying about paying our mortgages. And we were too busy about all that, which, of course, we would be busy about. But the problem is if you take your eye, because people have plans much bigger because they have bigger pocketbooks, they have plans much bigger for all of us. And we saw our jobs go. And we saw we, and with that, with the cheap goods, we let people take our freedoms. Now is the second step in this. We're seeing people take our freedoms to talk. And the way I want to get into this is this. For the first time, for the first, what do you think about that, Francis? Oh, by the way, I, I got another Francis on here because my name's really Francis. So that way, it's always Frank speaking. Is either I'm speaking or the other Frank is speaking, but that way it's always frankly speaking. Go ahead, Mike. What do you think about any of what I just said? Uh, Francis. The, uh, Frank, I mean, Mike. Francis, yeah, sorry. Anyway, Frank, Frank, Frank thank you for allowing me as, a, as an avid listener to, to come in and have a chance to, to visit with you and, 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 and all the listeners. I've enjoyed all the call-ins, uh, but to your specific question about the censorship that's going on, our, our Constitution is under attack. It's under attack as a First Amendment. You know, we're looking at uh, these big tech companies that were really nobodies in 2000, 2001, and they become gargantuan monsters now. And they're rewriting the rules for all of us. So it's a it's a it's a it's a challenge. It's uh it's frustrating. It's discouraging, and it, and before, it's terrifying. Before I get in, hold it, hold that thought. I want to I want to tell you this, and this is how I got into this. this is why is the first subject I want to talk about tonight? Call in at two eight one five five eight five seven three eight. What I would like, what I, the reason I got into this, Francis, is because. Um, Last week, I was driving home from Galveston, and I'm just coming up I-45 with the dog in the seat and the lady behind. <laughs> she was in another car. And so, and so what happened was, what happened was the dog was very good. But I get a, a text on my phone from one of my son's friends, and, and that text said that my YouTube comments because apparently all this stuff, these cameras and everything that are here go off to YouTube, they were censoring me in a way or scolding me because they put something up on the YouTube post which said, because I mentioned the words New World Order. I'll get on the, maybe I'll get really, I'll be put in the corner this week. But, but they put on the YouTube post for this show, last week's show, that you, that I that new world order is a conspiracy theory and it's not been proven and all this kind of stuff, and I was like, wow, we must have made the big time since now we got we got we got Big Brother telling us that you cannot say new world order. <laughs> so I said, I'll order two pizzas. I mean, seriously, are you kidding me? And the problem that I have with this is the idiot. 
whoever did it, some, you know, 22-year-old uh, uh, Ivy League graduate, no doubt, much had a much higher SAT, if they even give those anymore, since they don't have objective testing for anything. But 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 a 22-year-old Ivy League graduate or whoever the heck it was, maybe it's the doctorate. Who knows? They're just they're dumber than the than the than the than the people who graduate with the BAs. Anyway, the point is, uh, they don't even know what New World Order means. It was it was a it was it's been used for years since the 1940s. It's been talked about by. George Bush, George W. Bush. It was talked about by the prime ministers of England. It's been talked about and talked about and talked about. And just because we the people, and I consider myself exactly that, talk about it now and begin to understand some things about it, now they have to censor us. But that goes along with censoring the New York Post. That goes, I mean, really, censoring the New York Post, one of the oldest newspapers in the United States of America, and 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 founded by, I think, Alexander Hamilton. And that, and now, I'm in good company. They're telling me I can't talk on YouTube, whatever that is. Anyway, and we're going to take a break here in a minute, and then we're going to take Lisa on line one. Uh, but Lisa, hold on there. We're going to be talking to you, and uh, right after this commercial break. Good to, good to talk to you all. Frankly speaking, give us a call at 281-558-5738. CV, the flagship station of True Conservative Talk Radio, AM 700, the voice of Texas. When the creepies are crawling and the spirits start calling, Specs is a haven for all that you're craving. Wine, spirits, and beers to raise in good cheers. It's the largest selection of spooky perfection. With prices so low, they practically glow. Just tap on the app to shop from your lap. And Specs will deliver. This rabbit's a giver. For Halloween fun and grins ear to ear, knock, knock, it's Specs. The fun starts here. Offices located, One Sugar Creek Center, Sugarland, Texas. Have you thought about refinancing your mortgage while rates are still low? It's time to take a serious look and see what you can get. Hi, I'm Kathy with Baker Mortgage. It's not just about the rate or the payment. That alone won't tell you if it's a good deal. That's like shopping only by the APR, and that's not smart either. Your best deal is also not the one in your mailbox. Do you have credit card debt, car payments, or student loans that could be eliminated with a cash-out refinance? It's not only about improving your cash flow, but stopping the bleeding on the other. Bottom line, it's just restructuring in a way that makes sense. If it doesn't make sense, we're going to tell you, just like we've been doing for 60 years. Remember, we want to help you, but we're not going to help you over a cliff. Call us at Baker Mortgage. I promise you'll be glad you did. We're at 281-313-6683. That's 281-313-MOVE or go directly to BakerMortgage.com. Equal housing lender. License 263213. How would you like to help save a life simply by praying at the right place and the right time? Houston Coalition for Life invites you to join in their mission that has seen over 9,400 women choose life for their unborn child. Join pro-life volunteers as they peacefully stand and pray outside of Planned Parenthood and other abortion facilities throughout the year. Sign up for one hour of prayer as Houston Coalition for Life offers free ultrasounds and practical assistance. Join Houston Coalition for Life in empowering pregnant women today. Learn more at Houston Coalition. Phone lines are open now. 
Call 281-558-5738. That's 281-558-KSEV. We're going to take Lisa on line one. Uh, Let me know what you want to talk about. Yeah, I just wanted to know, is there any way we can get a couple of billionaires or millionaires and start our own Twitter and own Facebook? Yeah, you know, that's that's a darn good idea. Uh, unfortunately, but we just complain about people. There are a lot of millionaires and billionaires that are conservative. They're all Busby, Busby and you. <laughs> well, I always say this, Lisa, I say this, I told Tony this, I think on the air and maybe it made him so mad that he, that he went to East Texas, but no, that's not the reason he went. But the point is I tell him, I said, you're just, you're just a middle-class person. I'm a lower-class person and I don't know there are people maybe lower, lower-class, but no, I'm not, I'm not in that kind of league, but I mean, I do make a living. Uh, but, but, uh, but, but it just, but it just takes a few of y'all, even if you're just like got a million or two. Yeah, hey, I'd say I'd say that's right. <laughs> I give you that. Yeah. I, I admit that. Yeah, it just takes. It's you have to be passionate about this to save the country. Yes, these idiots are ruling all information. That's why I'm staying on the air and still talking. Many people have told me, why don't you shut up? And I'm basically staying on the air because I agree with you a thousand percent. The real problem is, Lisa, me, myself, or or the people that I know can barely use a pen. And so the point is, the point is, I, I don't have the technology knowledge to do it. So would I be interested in promoting it and being involved in it and, and don't think it's a fabulous idea? And I scratch my head and wonder why others haven't done it, people that actually have the resources. Like, Go yes, ahead. To, you know, get, get, are you going to, I mean, will we ponder? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not a, I'm, my mom and dad is not from this country. Maybe I have a more passion. Where are you, where are you from, from, Lisa? Where are you all from? But my mom and dad is from in, uh, India. Oh, I, I, I've been to India. Yes, I know the passion yes. the people and my, in India. My, have. my husband, my husband is Caucasian from the Midwest, from a uh, you know he had a, a red, what do you call it picket fence upbringing, and he's such <laughs> white, a white uh, picket uh, fence. <laughs> meaning he has he has no hardships. Okay, he has had no hardships. I'm a Trump crazy Trump lover. He's he's a he used to be a Trump hater. Yesterday we went and voted for Trump. Well, 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 Lisa, you got the power, so you must have made him vote for Trump. But that's okay. You know, that that's you, not you illegal, know, you know Lisa. What? That's not illegal. He he is an American of the uh, you know he has his uh, Norwegian descent uh, and uh, uh, Slavic descent, and they have not been in the country for a long time. But his mother and father were Republicans. But they never sat on the te- dining room table and tell him, "Why are we Christian and Republican?" I, under- you know, I understand. You know, I, that's that's the problem with America. Well, Nobody l- talks about politics. Lisa, let me let me let me just dialogue with you another minute or two, and, and uh, I'll tell you this: uh, I, I I hear what you're saying, and that's why in in many neighborhoods uh, where I live. I see signs up, and it, it seems like they're voting. They're voting, or they're advocating for people which are contrary to what 
is the values that they grew up with, which allowed them to live in these kind of pricey neighborhoods. And, and it Absolutely. just it drives I me crazy. But I tell you why. And I've said My this. My parents were Democrats. I tell you what. Well, hardcore Democrats. Te- Indians are hardcore Democrats. They they, ha- they were in the past, but President Modi of India really likes uh, old Donald. Uh, Trump. <laughs> yeah. Yes, loves, loves Donald. You know why? You know why, Lisa? Because because Trump is not really a Republican. He's a nationalist. He's interested in the country. He's interested in making decisions that that are for the people in the country. He's and that's the Modi's a nationalist. And that's the reason why. And Modi understands that's why they that. love each other. If he doesn't protect India, not only will America be speaking man- Mandarin, but so will India. Okay, and so right. And, right. and and I'm not against the Chinese people in any respect, but I'm I'm just talking the true state of affairs. And, and I know I heard the story was sad. Uh, exactly, and so what I'm trying to say to you is, I want to explain about your your uh, your husband and 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 why you said what you did. I've often said because I, I've I've had the f- good fortune of growing up among decent people like you're talking about, like your husband, okay, or 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 people of with that background. They're too nice. They are too nice. Yeah, my husband is very nice. They're too nice. nice. They're too nice, and they have a lot of manners, and they basically don't understand. That we are Mid- Midwestern, Midwestern manners. His mom and dad were mannered. Exactly. Uh, kind of grew. He grew up kind of like Rush Limbaugh around around that same Missouri area. But they're very. Uh, they, they are very nice people. They are. They are the salt of the earth. But the problem is, the world is not like that. The world around <laughs> around us is evil. You've seen it yeah, in he's India. A, in the, he's in his forties, and he has never gone through hardship. I told him, let me take you to the place my mother and father grew up. You would be petrified. You would come back to America, and you would fight for America. I've been to India, and I, there were beautiful parts of it. And yeah, I, but, but we but we were, you know, we, we were poor. We were I understand. There is no pov- yeah. There's no poverty here in the United States to the extent I saw in India. Yet many people— let many poverty. Let men, many people in India, because you remember Mother and Mother Teresa, yeah, and 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 there was joy in those cities of poverty because they 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 believed in what they believed in. The point yes. the point yes. is, I, oh, in fact, I'm not so, afraid of telling people my parents were that my mom mom came to America because she was a nurse, and they you know in India in the 70s they were recruiting nurses. Uh, all for all over the world, there's shortages of nurses. Yeah, yeah, in the 70s. yeah. And there's many, many people now that I've seen. From th- thank you for the call, Lisa. There are many people we see now from the Philippines and other places feel exactly the same way, and they scr- and, the, and the and the and the Democrats are scratching their head, going, "Why are these people? Why are these people voting for Trump?" Because Trump's talking their language, okay? And you don't need to love Trump the person. The point is the policies. So. Uh, Mike, what do you, I mean, Mike, I keep calling you Mike. Francis, what do you have to say about that? Well, Lisa, it's a, it's a great question. Let's go back to the basic question about uh, what do we do to, to combat uh, these big high-tech companies. It, you know, this past week, they were all hauled in front of Congress and asking some serious questions about maybe they've gotten too big. Talk about the election, you know, that I mentioned earlier, these big tech companies were, were you know, tadpoles back in uh, 2000, 2001, and now we're dealing with, uh, you know, these huge whales. Also, during that same time, Ms. Harris was a district attorney out in California from 01 to 2015. 
she turned her back. And so, you know, now we're faced with what do we do with these big corporations? We break them up. Do we allow the competition that that has really built America to, to flare up and allow, as you suggested, maybe some some new companies to come up and, and compete with these guys? I, from from my side, if Ms. Harris and Mr. Biden are, are sitting there in that and I don't know who's going to be one or two. We can all decide who's, who's really running the, the show. Why don't you call it Mr. Harris and Ms. Biden? Yeah, maybe that's a flip-flop. That's probably a better, <laughs> probably a better way to do it. But if, if they're in power, I, I think you're, we're going to be uh, hard-pressed to, to, to have uh, any competition with, with those big tech companies. She's already shown her hand uh, that she likes big. And so uh, all we can do is hope and pray that uh, – that uh, we get some some balance in this country and allow the competition to to do what you've suggested. Okay, let me suggest. Th- let me say this. Thanks. Thank you, Francis. I appreciate the comments. And listen, the number's two eight one five five eight five seven three eight. Call in. We're going to take Rusty next on line two uh, after we have the break. But we're not having the break yet. We're going to have it soon. And don't forget, we still we got Duke still as a sponsor. And not only that, he has the best meat in town. And not only that, he's the best guy to meet. And when du- when Dukes comes by your house to drop off the meat that you that you get either free on the station or you order it online or however you order it, uh, it's not only meeting, it's not only getting your meat, but it's or fish. But I'm saying meat because that's what he is a butcher, and he's the best fella to meet because he came to my house and I met him and it was bit. And even though he has the best steaks in town, he's one of the best guys in town, and you'd love to meet him. Yeah. Because you want to support these these small companies, otherwise we won't have them anymore. Anyway, I want to say this, Mike, about what you said. You know, I saw this fella, Mike. I'm sorry, I, I, I keep looking at this, Mike. Uh, uh, I keep uh, thinking about this fella who showed up at these Senate hearings. This Dorsey fella. Now, this Dorsey fella had, you know, he's smart man. I mean, you let me. Hey, man, uh, he's smart. And he, you can tell, you know, by looking at his eyes, you can size him up. You know, creatures size each other up. You know, I'm a big dog person, so dogs look at each other. I wasn't about to sniff the guy, but I did, I did, I did look at him. And he had a ring through his nose, okay? He had a ring through his nose while he's talking at a Senate hearing. Now, I got no problem with that if that's what you want to do because I'm basically a libertarian at heart. But just because he has a ring through his nose, doesn't allow him to put a ring through our nose. And that's what he does. That's what he does on Twitter when he censors people, when he censors the White House. Like Ted Cruz said, who in the hell, you're not even elected. Who in the hell made you our censor? I mean, what does this guy think? Just because he came up, you know, while he was on some kind of acid trip, the way you look at him, I'm not accusing him of anything, but I know guys that look like that, and most of them have done that. And so the point is, I mean, I don't know. Uh, who does he think he is? I mean, a little bit he looked like Jesus. Sorry, Jesus, for me saying that. But but the point is, he looked a little bit like that. Maybe he thinks he is. But but only Jesus can censor us, or Mohammed, or one of the great prophets, or 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 God the Father, or somebody else. But it ain't gonna be Mr. Dorsey. And he had a ring through his nose, and he's trying to put a ring through our nose. And when he puts that ring through our nose, we'll be on the chain gang led around by our noses. Because that's exactly what he's doing by shutting us down, 
by shutting down Twitter, by not allowing that Hunter Biden story to come out. And I'm not knocking Hunter about what he did in terms of his personal life, you know, his whole sex tape. Somebody sent me those sex tapes, and I said, I don't care about that. If I want to see that, I got better stuff on my own TV. But but, but I don't need to see Hunter uh, hunting around, and I don't need... <laughs> And I don't need, and I don't need to see, I don't need to see Hunter smoking a crack pipe. You know, you can see that all around, and many of us have seen it among our own family and children and things like that. But what I do say is the money. The money is the problem. And you cannot have somebody leading the country. If they were taking money uh, uh, somewhere in town for contracts, that's that's just something we'd have to deal with, or, you know, for construction contracts, building something or 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 getting supplies for the government or something like that. That's one kind of corruption. But that's a much lower level of corruption than being paid by your number one world adversary. Are we taking a break, Steve? We're ready to go to break, and then we're going to. I'll be back to you. It's two eight one. I'm going to take Rusty next in a minute. As soon as we come back from the break, it's two eight one five five eight five seven three eight. Thank you for still watching us and listening to us. It's frankly speaking, Tony. We miss you. This is Brian Kilmeade. Keep listening to KSEV, the voice of Texas. A great way for you and your family to unwind is with these power motion sectionals and sofa. Huge selection at gallery furniture today. Best of all, buy your power motion sofa, left seat recliner, power motion sectional day. Gallery furniture delivers free, free, free. Use your home in three or four hours today. I'm Matthew Mack, the king of furniture financing. We'll get you financed today. Get the furniture in your home today. Power motion sofas, love seats, chairs, sectionals. Buy today. Gallery furniture guaranteed delivers free, free, free. Use your home tonight. These are the sounds of a dinner. But not just any dinner. A dinner that almost didn't happen. Because without food, it can't. A dinner now served, thanks to people like you. Due to COVID-19, 17 million more Americans may face hunger. Feeding America is helping our neighbors in need. And if you're able, you can too. Donations to the COVID-19 Relief Fund are being accepted at feedingamerica.org slash coronavirus. Your help is needed now more than ever, and every dollar makes a difference. That's feedingamerica.org slash coronavirus. On behalf of Feeding America and families nationwide, thank you. Brought to you by the Ad Council and Feeding America, 200 Food Bank Strong. Connect with the Chris Salcedo Show. Get that? Where'd you get that? Where'd you get that dollar from? I'm sorry. What did you say, sir? I'm sorry. What did you say, sir? I'm sorry. I didn't hear what you said. Start your mornings with the Chris Salcedo Show, seven to nine a.m. on AM seven hundred KSEV.
Taking a look at the South Sam Houston Tollway eastbound at 45 Gulf Freeway. There's a two-car accident blocking the exit ramp. I-10 East Freeway outbound at San Jacinto River had a two-car accident that has been moved to the left shoulder, but you still might want to be cautious as you pass through that area. That's And recently cleared on the 610 North Loop westbound at North Main Street was a three-car accident blocking the center lane. That's a look at traffic. I'm Stephen K for KZV AM700, the voice of Texas. Phone lines are open now. Call 281-558-5738. That's 281-558-KSEV. Rusty on line two. Rusty, I know you. You're the union guy, aren't you? I'm the what? Are you the union guy? There's a union guy that calls me. Hold on a second. Let's listen to this music. <laughs> I don't know who you, if you all know who this is, but this is the Who, and it's joined together, and that's why I put that on there as our as our music. Joined together. Listen to the band. We're all in the band. We're all in this together. Anyway, I don't want to say better together, or I'm gonna sound like Hillary. But we we need to band together. We do. We do. But but not by party. By belief. Let's listen to the music and we'll come back on in a second. <laughs> My friend Francis Riley here is starting to dance in his seat. When I was younger, I used to have dancing girls. Now I got him. <laughs> Sorry to disappoint, Frank. Yeah, well, you sure are. <laughs> Okay, all right, Rusty, line two. What do you got for me tonight? Rusty? Anyway, uh, yeah, I'm here. Uh, talk about a few things. Uh, I'm the one that was the one that couldn't believe that horses weren't in America back pre Columbus, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, now I remember. <laughs> Changes everything, right? Yeah, it changes everything. Well, the truth is, I read something this week, which 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 is like ridiculous. Why we're getting beaten up on Columbus? I read some statistics where native, you know, indigenous people, Indians, natives, whatever you want to call the folks that were here first before Columbus, they were more yeah. they were more brutal to each other than the Westerners were to them. And of course, and of course. This is just a story of life. It's been a struggle, and I, you know, we can't look back. We need to look forward. That's that's what I'm talking about. But go ahead. What are your questions? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the United States is the new world order. I mean, we changed everything when when we set up our laws and could back it up with our army. You want me to comment on that? Uh, yeah, and uh, talk about the originalist. I want to see if you're an originalist. Well, well, I want to talk to you about why I think, in some ways, you were right. But the new world order that existed when you're talking about it was not a League of Nations which belittled the value, which was beginning the beginning of the belittling of the values of the nation state, but rather it was a situation where we were we net we were proliferating concepts and values that originated in our laws and our religions that came from Europe. And we don't need to make we don't need to make any embarrassment for that because it's given the greatest freedom to the greatest number, given freedom to everybody eventually. That's exactly that's exactly what I'm saying. And um, anyway, <laughs> I just uh, lost myself there. But no, we can't impose 
uh, our will on anything. You know, that would be kind of, that would be fascist. We, that would be an authoritarian. And we never have. We've always, when we fought wars, we, we fought it for, hopefully, for mostly noble causes. And then yeah, we, NATO, we've gone NATO, back. That's why we have all these uh, uh, unions with uh, other, you know, coalitions. Like and we never, we never are an occupying force. We basically have not been an occupying force against our vanquished enemies, okay? We have not. Hmm. We've simply tried to help them to maintain themselves when they got into a weakened state because they got beat by us. I mean, uh, I, I'm, 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 I'm actually more like Trump. Uh, I believe we went over there, and we uh, didn't have any qualms about overthrowing the leaders over there and trying to get our man in there. Oh, well, I don't know about all that. Some, sometimes that may be you know true. What I'm saying? Well, why, why did they, well, well, I I don't think we, we I don't think we ever should have tried to overthrow Saddam Hussein because that's the dumbest thing. I know that's the well, we did do it. We did do it, but th- that's the dumbest thing that we ever could have done because all we did was take out a buffer against the Iranians who are a much more dangerous enemy. Exactly. And, we and, were fighting a proxy war. We were fighting a proxy war with uh, Iraq because uh, Iran kidnapped our embassy. And, yeah. then, and then Ronald Reagan turned on Saddam, stopped that war. We could have kept them at bay. Yeah, we, knows- uh, well, look, Rusty, I was, uh, I'm the guy who represented all the Gulf War veterans after the first Gulf War, okay? I represented them, and I represented them for, like, years, probably even yeah. up 15 years, because I didn't like okay. what happened to them. But I knew darn well what happened over there, and I knew that they were exposed to chemical and biological agents. You know why? Because we, the United States of America, sent Saddam Hussein anthrax, botulism, and equine encephalitis from the American-type culture collection. Audience, look it up. It's it's a little... It, it's, he got rid of them. They had inspectors over there. Yeah, they, no, he didn't really get rid of them. What happened was after the first Gulf no. War, what happened was the Russians came in after he got defeated, and a lot of that, a lot of those things went bye-bye. Okay, so by the second war, when there was no reason for W to go in there. And, yep. and create that war. It was really created for as a personal vendetta because of Saddam's actions against Dub, against Herbert Walker Bush, and it was also done yeah. because they wanted the oil fields. And but when they got the oil fields, they didn't even keep them. If you're going to go in and do that and waste men and money, at least get paid back. And don't turn your back on the Kurds. But anyway, <laughs> and don't turn your back on the Kurds and all the rest. All right, Rusty. I got I got Let me ask you: If you're an originalist, uh, as far as the Constitution goes, they they kind of snuck buried in in the middle of the night. I absolutely am an originalist. I think the Constitution was written in a brilliant manner, and I don't think we ought to change it. And words mean what words mean, and I don't think we ought to change the English language to fix to to meet whatever the flavor of the day is. I think it's worked for no, a long freedom. Of the day. We do have a. Uh, it's a living, breathing, amendable document. It is amendable. And if you want to change the words, then let's promulgate an amendment and have two-thirds of the states vote on it. And but, it's better now than it was when it was first written. That's right. I didn't say it couldn't be changed. I just said I read the English language the way it was written. And the words Here, don't... Blacks are, now, blacks are now whole people. Women vote. They claim responsibility for their reproductive rights. 
I, under, I, I understand that. I'm about I'm about freedom, and I think that there were some there were some things that were in. I didn't say it was a perfect document. I just said I read the words the way the words are. I read the in four, order to form a more perfect union. We got it. It's and I read right. I read the fourteenth amendment. I read the four. We are the model for we, the world. We are the model for the world, and that's where we go. Thanks, Rusty. We'll catch you next week. Keep listening. I gotta I gotta move on because I got a whole bunch of calls, and I only got an hour. Thank you, my man. I appreciate talking to you. Let's take Sharon on line one, and we'll go from there. Hey, Frank. Hey, Sharon. Thanks for calling in. I know that I'm here by myself, and I got uh, Francis Riley here. How come you only have an hour tonight? Because I took over the show, right? And yeah. and, and and I didn't know if it was going to be as popular because Tony has his man. Oh, Frank, you shouldn't have let, you should not let go of that second hour. Anyway, I, I've been I've thought all week. In fact, I thought about it. Uh, 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 wait a minute, Sharon. Absence makes the heart grow fonder is what I was told by my mother. Mm. <laughs> no, 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 no. You should have kept that hour. Listen, listen. I don't know. Whenever I deprived my women friends over the years, they, they always said to me, where's Frank? Come back. And I said, oh, you were, you were telling me off the last time I was here, and now you love me because I've been gone for a while. Okay. No, no, listen, Frank. You closed the show last week talking about a name for the show. Yep. And you said, frankly speaking, you liked that. No, it was, in, it was one of your callers. She said it. Uh, yeah, no, I said, fr- I said, frankly speaking, somebody else, and they said they no, liked no, it. She said, frankly speaking, and then when you closed out, you said, Frank speak. Now, I like Frank speak because it's short, it pops, and it gets the message across. You want me to change it? You know how much what? money I spent on frankly speaking already? <laughs> <laughs> No, well, I'm just saying Frank Speak has the same concept. It's just real short and it pops. I get it. Okay, we'll look into that. Yeah, I... yeah, anyway, that's just my opinion. Okay, so I want to get to this point about when you were talking. First of all, all anybody needs to know about Hunter Biden is that he's Joe Biden's bag man. That's all you need to know. And then the focus goes to Joe because Joe committed cre- uh, treason. He sold out our national interests against our national welfare and he, the crimes he committed are treason, and he belongs in prison. But anyway, and they're doing the same rerun that they did when Hillary Clinton was running. They're, they're jacking up the polls, and they're covering her, him with the media, and he's not fit for office, but they're trying to make a big story out of it, and he puts on a charade up there for, you know. Yeah, and then we got, now we got changing voting rules, right, Francis? We got... Changing voting rules where if you don't like what happens on November 3rd, you can make it up for another two weeks. Let me see what the tally is, and let me see how many more votes I need to get to yeah. defeat you. Well, well, but here's the deal. And I want to talk about that at some point, too, Sarah. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. And you can talk about this moving forward. But I believe we are in the middle of an attempted Marxist overthrow of our government. I agree with you. And and people in like my it's neighbor, a slow I'm, it's a slow it's a slow coup it's a nonviolent coup but more deadly than any coup any armed coup that could happen which they yes could. and and what I mean is I I did Trojan research, horses I did the research on this because one of my neighbors put out a BLM sign and he said you want me to get one for you and I said oh heck no and and then so we got well you should have said is you want me to get you a you want me to get you a 
freedom sign? You wanted me to get you a don't tread on me sign? Well, you, I'll, put up a, I'll put up a Wesley Hunt sign. Okay, Wesley Hunt. You know, I notice there's people afraid to put up Trump signs. They put out Wesley Hunt signs yeah, because, yeah. They're, 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 because they're, they must be Norwegian or something because they're basically polite. They don't want to offend anybody. Well, I want Wesley Hunt, <laughs> and that's why I put up the sign. But anyway, what no, I'm, I like Wesley Hunt, too. I was making a comment on the earlier caller who yeah. had our so, problems with her husband. Back, but real quick, Frank. I don't handle divorce is, law. Your time's short tonight, so I want to real quick <laughs> say we saw what the Marxists did in Cuba yep, and in Argentina under Che Guevara and in Venezuela under Maduro, and we've seen the way they move into a country that's functioning well, good economy, uh, you know, the people are happy, and these Marxists move in, and, and they put up someone and they promise all kinds of lies. That's right, Sharon. That's exactly correct. With the workers and all this giveaway stuff. And then they swoop in like Castro did in Cuba and they take power. And they established communism. And that is exactly the reason why the, the Latino community all across this country who has experienced that kind of oppression, e- either from the right or from the left in their countries, are here in the United States of America. Yeah. And they, they will not, they will not be led by the nose because they were led by the nose in their own countries and they will right. never have it again. And my right. friends from El Salvador who are here and my friend from Colombia who's here. And my friend from Ireland who is here, too. Yeah, and, and I'm so thankful we have a, a champion in President Trump. I agree with you, Sharon. fight against this because, you know, who else would stand up? Certainly not George W. Bush. He hid out in the White House the whole time he was there and hardly talked. He never defended us. And the Bushes have never defended us. And what I'm saying is President Trump has done more to... Stand up for American. I agree with you, Sharon. American sovereignty, we, and Sharon. I, I think these all these polls are jacked up. I think he's well, going to win well, huge big. Well, the people are going to let us know November third, and I'll be talking to you from a different perspective next week because the yeah. election will be over. Thank you, Sharon. Please stay tuned. Two eight one five five eight five seven three eight. We only got fifteen minutes left, but we're going to make the most of it. And we got Carl holding. Carl, hold on. I'll take you after the after the break. We stand. AM 700 KSEV, the voice of Texas. Hi, this is Rona from Skeeter's Auto Service. We are so excited about our new highly effective additives and fuel induction services. They're specially formulated to actually restore that light new drivability to your engine's performance. At Skeeter's Auto Service, we're committed to integrity and devoted to quality. Give us a call, 281-469-1152. Thunderbolt Motors and Transmissions. Thunderbolt's been rebuilding and supercharging engines in Houston for 85 years. And it's the first place I send folks who need an engine overhaul or want to replace their engine or transmission altogether. Thunderbolt tests each engine rebuilt thoroughly to make sure it's running right. Thunderbolt Motors and Transmissions is 713-923-8888 or online it's tboat.net. 713-923-8888. Thunderbolt Motors and Transmissions. Our veterans risked it all to protect our freedoms. And now they need our help as we all fight the coronavirus. 
At an unprecedented time in history, our most vulnerable veterans are isolated at hospitals. And during their greatest time of need, their family, hospital volunteers, and staff can have little or no contact with them. Being alone can be terrifying, but we all can help. Help Heal Veterans, with the support of citizens like you, creates, manufactures, and distributes therapeutic art and craft projects for our veterans and military at no charge to them. We invite you to join us in supporting an isolated or sick veteran and help them through this desperate time. To learn more, visit HealVets.org. This message is furnished by Help Heal Veterans, a not-for-profit organization that has been helping veterans for nearly 50 years. HealVets.org. Phone lines are open now. Call 281-558-5738. That's 281-558-KSEV. We got some music here. Okay, maybe we'll go to two hours, but I need sponsors. So people, you know, you look on our Facebook page and and we need sponsors if I'm going to stay for two hours because I'm not, I'm not a deep pockets Tony. I'm not, because <laughs> I, I, we have to pay for these shows ourselves till we get, till we get sponsors. I might have to take a nighttime job to do this. <laughs> Anyway, let's go ahead. Let's go. Let's go take Carl. Hey, Carl, I've talked to you a couple of times on line three. Let's take Carl. Hey, Frank, I just want to assure you that you are never going to be lacking for callers. Well, I, <laughs> not as long as I have loyal folks like yourself. Two eight one five five eight five seven three eight. But this might be the you know keep calling in. We'll don't get you this week. We'll get you next week. Yeah, you told me that you were started at Vincent Elkins in nineteen eighty. I was just wondering. What years were you in law school? I was in, uh, did I go to law school? Uh-huh. <laughs> and no, I went to law school from 76 to 79. Okay. And then I did a year, and then I was over in in London, London School of Economics in the univers- at the University of London and University College London where I got a post-law degree. And that's why I say, but the, the, just because I have all that paper on my walls doesn't make me smart. The smartest guys I know don't have any paper on their walls. They got common sense. Right. When you were at Vincent Elkins, what section were you in over there? I was in, well, I was in a number of different sections. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 was, I was a trial lawyer, but I, was, I started out in maritime stuff and international law. Okay. And, I, don't, I don't remember if Dick Greenwood was there. When yes, Dick there. Greenwood was there, yes, and then he went off to Divinity School yeah, or something. Yeah, he, he turned away from the dark side. Of well, I, I don't know. Off. To be honest with you, I don't, I don't know who's the dark side or the light side because there's an article here I want to talk about from... At some point, from from uh, that papal nuncio Vignano, Vigano, who basically is criticizing the, the Pope again and basically saying the president is the final garrison against world dictatorship. This is this Italian guy, this Italian 
uh, archbishop of in Rome who's speaking out against potentially the Pope. Listen to what I'm saying. I will talk about it again next week, but this president may not be president next week. It says the president is the final garrison against world dictatorship. Wow. And that's powerful. That, that, but anyway, go ahead. The uh, reason I asked about law school was back then uh, there was a case in constitutional law that talked about the company town um, argument um, for free speech. I don't know if you remember that case. but uh, I think you're older than me, Carl. Well, by one year, maybe. <laughs> yeah. but, hey, Carl, uh, are you a lawyer? Yeah, I was. Okay. I'm retired now, blessedly. Okay. But uh, they argued that, uh, let's take Google, for example. They argued in that case, and the argument was successful, that if a company town uh, forbade uh, circulation of a pamphlet, they couldn't do that because they were the, the version of a government. They were the equivalent of a government. Welcome to Facebook and, yeah, and, and Twitter. Exactly. <laughs> the, Ninth, the Ninth Circuit rejected that argument, but we've got a different Supreme Court now. So I, I think it's an argument worth making. Well, Carl, I absolutely think it's an argument worth, worth making. And the, and the point is, if we don't stop it, how are we any different then? I, I mean, I think then we ought to just uh, resign ourselves to the circumstance, and we ought to then just embrace embrace uh, China and Russia and, and make us all one, one government because we're no different. And how can we have any high, kind of higher moral ground, uh, ground if we're just going to do the same things? The Chinese are editing the news over there when they don't like what's going on. Bloomberg went along with that over in China in order to get the contracts. I mean, he basically allows them to edit his news. Google allows them to edit the news. But I can't criticize that anymore, Carl, because we're allowing that to go on over here. So twiddly d, twiddly dumb, and 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 we're the dumb ones because we actually had something different. They never did, at least in recent you know memory, they didn't. But we did, and we're giving away our freedom, Carl. We're giving it away. We're being rubbed on the tummy, and we're being mollified, and we're just giving away our freedom. It's a slow change takeover of this country. And if it wasn't for the Latino people, and it wasn't for 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 the black people who are, who are basically uh, realizing what's happened to them, maybe too late, uh, they're standing up. And I'm not talking about Black Lives Matter running around the streets. I'm talking about them considering how to vote in their economic interests. And that doesn't mean for Trump all the time or somebody like Trump. It could be some other way. But the point is that they're they're, they're saying we're not doing this anymore. And the same thing is going on with, with a lot of people. And Thank God for these folks who, who have recently been deprived of their freedom to give us a new lifeblood and wake up all the, I'm going to say, white folks who have been like around this country and have gotten so uh, lazy about defending their own freedom in their country, not in other countries sending troops and stuff. They're all, a lot of folks are all for global war, wars, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm an isolationist, all that kind of stuff. But the point is... Uh, they don't. They the freedom was taken for granted, and at least we have a new lifeblood. We have we have people who know the f- sweet taste of freedom for the for the first time. Like that lady from India that called in, and we shouldn't give it up, Carl. We preach, shouldn't give it up. Preach on, brother. Okay, my friend, call in next week. I'm sorry I got on a roll there, and I don't know, Francis Riley. What do you have to say about this? 
I, I, I was just going to say, you know, what really gets my... You're a measured person. What really gets my goat, <laughs> as Tony would say on the radio, is this idea of essential versus non-essential. We had to listen to that nonsense during COVID about which <laughs> jobs were essential and which jobs weren't essential. Uh, personally, I think every job's essential. Hey, now if, we're having to if listen. You got, if, if, Mike, if you have to pay your mortgage and you got to put yeah, food yeah, on yeah, the yeah, table, yeah, yeah. you're essential. Exactly. Every bill is essential. But but it's the same thing holds true with, with speech. Who are these people to decide what's essential and what's not essential? Exactly. Every voice is essential. It's granted to us in our Constitution and the First Amendment. And for someone to say it's not essential... I have issue with that, and I think every American should have issue with that. Issue? It's total BS. It's total Biden. I'm sorry. Remember, instead of saying, B, you know, he said the word a few times, and I said when I say Biden, that's what I mean, BS. So just get my – you all take notes when, I, when we're doing this so you get my dictionary down. <laughs> okay, go, go ahead, Mike. No, 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 Frank, that, that's all I had to say is, it, is that I just struggle, and I think Ted Cruz – Put it on the line this this week when he said, you know, who the hell had died in man made you? Yeah, but who's Ted, who's Ted Cruz, man? He's a Cuban. Okay, his family's in Cuba. They suffered the boot on their throat. They are fresh in terms of the oppression. We are not. I, I mean, I, I mean, my family came here at the turn of the century. Okay, so, but I'm still fired up. I don't know what happened to me. I guess I've been kicked around so much. I still like the freedom. Okay. But if you've grown up in a nice neighborhood, nice suburban neighborhood, white picket fence, all that kind of stuff, you forgot what it's like to be kicked around. I think we're blessed, Frank, to have so many wonderful immigrants in this in this country, and and and, and they recognize quicker when they see tyranny. They recognize quicker exactly. when they see oppression. Exactly. They recognize what starving and poverty looks like, exactly. and they and they're trying to get away and find freedom. Exactly. That's exactly right. That's exactly right, Francis. I appreciate those comments. Anyway, it's 6.58, and we're going to be, I guess I'm going to be running out of time soon. Uh, and here we go. We're playing a little more of Join Together. Anyway, it's only been an hour. I know. I'm sorry. But absence makes the heart grow fonder. We might expand the time if, if I get some sponsors. I need sponsors. Anyway. 281-558-5738 and Duke's Butcher Store. He's stuck with us and he's gonna I didn't give away any of his steaks, but anyway, I'll do I'll do twice as many next week. Okay, we'll give away twice as many next week. I'll save you some money, Duke, but I gave you the commercial anyway. Thank you. I miss you, and I do think maybe one hour is too short because I talk too much. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, YouTube.